what you're not gonna do is put me in a box. <laughs> when I say the definition of I said what I said, <laughs> that's what I meant. I mean, come on, be serious. Ooh, honey. What's up, family? You are tuning in to the Honey Be Serious podcast with your spiritual cousin, Mimi Booker. How are y'all? What are y'all doing in the second week of October? Have you been intentional thus far? So, as we know, October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, we are sending support and prayers for those of you who are in the midst of the fight and love and comfort as well to the families of those who have hung up their gloves and taken their rightful place in their peace. Statistics shows that one in eight women in the U.S. will develop breast cancer at some point in their lives. Of those women, 85% of them don't even have a family history of having breast cancer. So let's use this month of October to get our routine mammograms done. Not only are we bringing awareness to breast cancer in this month, but uh, the month of October is also National Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So we are celebrating our homies with the extra chromies. Um, If you don't know, there are three types of Down Syndrome. You have trisomy 21, translocation, and mosaicism. And uh, each year about 6,000 babies are born with Down Syndrome, which is about one in every 700 babies born. So um, that's just some stats on that. And in the words of Robert M. Henzel, no disability or dictionary out there is capable of clearly defining who we are as a person. So in honor of National Down Syndrome Awareness Month, I am wearing mixed match socks every Friday. And uh, if you missed the October 7th Buddy Walk in Marietta, there will be another one in Chattanooga on the 28th from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. The month of October is so filled with festivities and one of those being that 90% of the U.S. population will be celebrating is the holiday of horror. We are literally advertising fear. What the irony. (laughs) But today I want to remove the fun from fear and we're going to dissect the root of fear in our lives beyond the holiday Halloween. So fear by definition is presented both as a noun and a verb. For those of us who can't remember the difference between the two, you know, your brain may be a little more seasoned than others. This means fear can be represented by an object or an action. It's defined as an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous likely to cause pain or a threat now the other definition the action definition the verb definition is to be afraid whether that is being afraid of something or someone um, as likely to be dangerous painful or threatening Hmm. danger pain threats 
So let's get into it. A few days ago, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine and I was telling her how I feel like I held myself back from reaching my full potential. And this conversation, it just made me think about all the choices that I made in my life. Was I making them for me? Was I making them for others? And after we got off the phone, those thoughts just ran wild in my mind. Like, oh my gosh, it felt like I was digging a hole for myself. And I kept asking myself, how did I get here? And the word fear just kept ringing so loud in my head. And I'm not going to lie to you. I cried so bad that day. Like my spirit was just so down. I felt like a failure. I felt like a big disappointment. And I've accomplished a lot of things in life. But my mind, my state of mind in that moment didn't even take the time to acknowledge the milestones that I hit, the accomplishments that I hit, the things that I've done that I'm so very proud of. None of those things crossed my mind. Y'all, I cried so bad. It was like I was in that moment saying, God, really, an epiphany at freaking 30? (laughs) And then you asking like, what fear of what? What caused you to make those decisions? Why now? You know, what was it? Well, in so many ways, in so many stages of my life, fear made its presence known. Uh, For example, when I lost my dad, I instantly had this fear of loneliness. Not only did I get this fear of loneliness, but it was just like, I'm by myself, literally. And I have my mom and I have one of the best moms ever. So why would I think like that? Right. So. Um, having my child, I developed this intense fear of death. Like, I don't want to die. Who's going to take care of my children? Who's going to be here for them? I can't die. Please don't let me die. God, please let me live fear. Why would I even be thinking about that when I should be celebrating life I have and the life I brought into this world? And I also thought about, you know, watching my mom struggle at times to care for us it gave me a very 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 intense fear of instability and that fear in particular it made me miss out on career opportunities just to keep a job it made me settle for things that I shouldn't have settled for because If God brought those opportunities to me, I should have truly believed in my heart that there was going to be more coming from those opportunities. But when you have where you have stability, you have comfortability and you can't grow being comfortable. Situations that make you uncomfortable allow you to grow in those fields. So you start a new job. You don't know anything about the job. You grow to learn it. So that fear of childhood traumas of not having this and I wanted these shoes and I couldn't have these shoes or 
wearing my aunt's old clothes because you know my mom can't afford to buy me brand new clothes this year or you know just different things watching my mom work two and three jobs I'm pretty much thinking I need to always have a backup plan I gotta have a backup plan because I don't want to deal with the instability I don't want to deal with the financial insecurity and that came from fear all of that came from fear and so what really just broke me down the other day was I gave up an internship at one of the top medical schools in the country to keep a job that I'm not even working at now like yes I allowed myself to feel those emotions and I cried and I beat myself up about it but then I had to think like God if, if that was really really mine you would have intervened in some type of way. And maybe it was mine, it just wasn't the time as to like why I'm having this epiphany now. It may be the time. It may be the time for me to reflect on fear that I had and change the fear that I had into faith now so that I can grow and I can hit get those, op- those opportunities present themselves again in a different type of way, I'm gonna know how to deal with it, how to go for it, what to do, and not to allow the fear to get in the way of that. So fear keeps you from so many opportunities, as you can tell by my examples, and it can cause more damage to you mentally and physically. Let's not forget that it's not a fruit of the spirit. Ultimately, fear is a tool of the enemy. It's a tool of the enemy to keep you stagnant. Fear is a paralyzer. It paralyzes your ability to act on your in your current mental state. So it paralyzes your mental action. It weakens both your mind and your body. Like the word literally states in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. None of those things that I kept myself from sounds like the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. The devil will come and he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. When we allow him and when we allow him mental access, it gives him the opportunity to instill that fear. Where there's fear, You'll find high blood pressure. You'll find cardiovascular disease, migraines, eating disorders, anxiety, depression, self-doubt. None of those things are of God. In fact, God actually declares his plans for us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, which are to prosper us, not to harm us, and to give us hope and a future. So again, Did you hear fear in that? No. That doesn't sound threatening, nor does it sound like pain or danger. Again, who spooked you? It's time to clear your mental space, feed the fruit of the spirit to your spirit, meditate on the word of God, and get off those abandoned roads. Turn on your true GPS, which is God positioning system, 
and let him guide you in faith and not fear. It is not too late. And that's one of those things where we'll let life get us in a position where we're like, I'm too old. Well, I could have done that in the past or I want to do this in the future, but I'm too old. No, you're not. You really have to dig deep in behind those surface thoughts of, well, I could, I would, but I'm too old. No, you're afraid. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid of what people are going to think of you? Are you afraid of losing friendships behind your uh, what you're passionate about or, or what your purpose is in life? Because let me tell you, when I started praying and meditating on the word of God and I started to be more intentional about my actions, I didn't have to fall out with my friends. They fell out with me. So in that moment, I knew God was taking me somewhere that those friends either weren't ready to go or could not go. That was me letting go the fear of being lonely or the fear of not fitting in. Not saying that I I was a fit in or I want to fit in. I've never wanted to fit in. But let's just be real about certain things. If you are thinking of something and it seems so abstract, the chances of you telling someone else your train of thought is very slim. You'll keep things to yourself until you can kind of depict what the outcome is going to be before you voice it. Now, some things I will say, keep to yourself, pray on it. You know, even even the word of God to tell you, you know, just pray on it. Be meek about it. There are a lot of things everybody is not supposed to know. But in the same in the same breath, there are a lot of positions that God put you in to fulfill your purpose. And we don't step out on it because we're afraid. So in this in this season, we have to have faith over fear. We have to because that's what's keeping us stagnant. Fear is keeping us stagnant. Being afraid to just take that first step is keeping us stagnant. You don't want to look up 10 more years from now and you're seeing someone else doing that very thing that God placed in your spirit to do. But you did not act on it because you were afraid. You don't want to do that because now you're not only living in fear, you're living in regret. And that's what you don't want to do, because when you allow the enemy to get into your mental space to plant that seed of fear, you don't think he's going to keep reminding you of you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Now he planted a seed of regret. And when you're regretting things, you're disappointed in yourself. You have self-doubt. You're not going to take any steps even past healing yourself from that so i'm telling you now on today if you didn't make a decision to do something in the past that you wish you would have done today is the last time that you're gonna dwell in that today is the last time that you're gonna allow the enemy to use that fear against you or that disappointment against you we are not 
doing this again. Stand firm. You know, you have to use that sword. He gives you, God gives us armor, armor to put on every day. And if you look in Ephesians, the whole armor of God, you have everything that protects you. You have the shield, you have the helmet, you have your boots, you have, you have everything, but you have one, one piece of item to fight back. So you have everything that keeps you on the offense, mostly, but you have one thing that puts you on defense. You know what that is? The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Get in your word, y'all. Get in your word. Every time you get that feeling of, of of fear, you need to go and read. God did not give me the spirit of fear. He did not. When you get that fear uh, or that spirit of uh, disappointment or, oh, I'm going to fail at this. No, no, no. God has plans for you already. It's to prosper you and give you a future. Use that word. The devil knows the word of God just like we do. But the difference between him and us is when we use it, he flees. He has to go. He cannot stand it. It is written when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. Jesus quoted Deuteronomy. He fleed. He could not tempt Jesus with the word. When Jesus quoted the word of God, the devil left, literally fleed. So when you get that fear, when you get that self-doubt, even if you're already dealing with high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, speak the word of God over those things you are healed by his stripes you are healed by his stripes we have to be intentional and adamant when it comes to the word of God and where we want to be in life ask him to show you your purpose when you go to him and you're actually praying and you're actually fasting and you're meditating and you, this is what you really want to do if this is of God it's going to come to pass he he gives us his name the I am if you look it up in Hebrew it will come to pass is what it is so that's another thing stop saying that you are a failure you're not because it will come to pass stop saying that you are afraid you are not because it will come to pass instead I have faith I am prosperous I will succeed. I am successful. And I need you to be serious about it. <laughs> so in this this week, now you have to be intentional and now you have to have your faith over your fear. Um, before I get off, I want you guys to go on to the Honey Be Serious podcast Instagram where I have some resources for any of you who are interested in the buddy walk in chattanooga on the 28th and there are also two events for um breast cancer awareness as well one is one is in Norcross, and i think the other one is in decade decade i'm not sure but it's on the honey be serious podcast instagram if you're not following us head over to the instagram at 
Honey Bee Serious Podcast. And this is my cue, y'all. Y'all hear him. <laughs> Honey Bee Serious Podcast on Instagram. Hit the follow and make sure that you turn on your notifications on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And until next week, be serious.